0: dude welcome welcome we're back episode two of our unnamed podcast that we still do not have a name for <laughs> or
1: you good we don't way of have explaining <laughs> it to other people actually when we were just we just bought these mic stands at guitar center and the guy's like what are you recording what music you guys playing i was like oh just voices <laughs> which i looking back i realized that's probably a really awkward way of describing what we were doing <laughs> it sounded like when we were in
2: the store that we were like Voice actors. Yeah. That's basically what it was. And, and was I like, was like, oh,
1: dubovers," And we're like, oh, well, a podcast. And he's like, what kind of podcast? And then we just stood there looking at him. <laughs> we're, still, we're still figuring it out. We're,
0: we're here. You know what? I think the important thing from what we were talking about last time, too, is that we're here. We're doing it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. What I did want to start off with, though, is that we recorded the last one and then we released it to a small amount of friends just to kind of mm-hmm. see yeah. just to kind of see what they thought uh. we got some really great reviews from people <laughs> <laughs> oh good um, yeah there were some excited. that were really good we had one person that said that because oh, the about just as a recap, the last episode that we were talking about, we were talking about routines, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and showering came up. And so, one of our big fans said, I like the shower or I like the part talking about showering the best. So, that was a really good review that really got, me, that yeah. really got me amped mm. knowing that we're doing something right here. We got another review from someone that said, I just didn't listen to it, which was really great.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially because we only, we only sent this to a handful of people. And so having probably <laughs> one in six people go, yeah, I just didn't listen to it. That was really motivating. And then actually the same person followed up to that. I just didn't listen to it with, so what'd y'all talk about? Which I wanted to reply, well, if you listen to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing great things. We're starting off real good. You know, we just want to say without reviews like that, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right here, right now. <laughs> it's really what keeps us going. We've been doing this for... It really keeps us going. <laughs> I was going to say, when, when you've been in the business doing this for as long as
0: we have, you know, to the point where you still, still don't have a name. <laughs> it's motivating to read what people say, have to say about us. And keep the comments coming. I love it.
2: Subscribe, like. I mean, technically, it's, it's follow because we're not, we're not on YouTube. We can't really subscribe. You got you to gotta follow the podcast that's unnamed.
0: Right. That's the, po- that's the joke.
1: Smash that follow button. Oh. You got to
0: up here. All right. Well, yeah. So let's get into a recapping our first one. We start off talking about routines. Mm -hmm. So the topic that we thought that would be good to cover moving forward now is the theme, which you pointed, which I think is true. You point out in our group text message, but the theme of 2020, I feel like for all of us, it's, it's all about balance, man. Jake 2019
1: <laughs> It's a balance man It's a balance
0: man. But truly, so I think specifically too what we want to get into is not only the idea of balancing things but more specifically to planning versus going with the flow mm. because I know that that's a big topic for people and there's pros and cons to both where you've got what are the benefits of planning out your life and having a schedule every day versus just winging it just seeing what what happens and what comes up so We'll dive into that, but what I want to start out with, are you guys planners or are you guys flowers? Wait, or, oh. okay, maybe this would be kind of fun. <laughs> Let's guess. I kind of want to guess you want to what guess. everyone is, and then and then each person can talk about it. Okay. So, like, what do you think Wayman is?
1: I think Wayman has some plans that are some moonshot goals and things like that, or mm. like big dreams, and then he has the occasional monthly ones, but... A lot of it is still pretty open. He's a pretty open dude. He'll embrace new opportunities as they rise. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate I could, that. I could
0: agree with that. I think that you're a big picture planner, mm. but kind of free flow throughout, like day, just the
2: day-to-day. Dude, mm-hmm. I, pre- I appreciate that. How accurate are these assumptions? I mean, it's actually pretty much 100%. So like I always have like the big picture, right? So like end goal, and sorry to do this again, is to open a restaurant, you know, just do the food situation.
1: Every podcast <laughs> not every one,
2: <laughs> and
0: it's crazy too, because he's brought this up every single podcast at least ten times, and we've only done two of them so that's sh- that's shocking, that's a lot. <laughs>
2: i'm sorry i'm sorry no go ahead <laughs> no, 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 no. no 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 but it's like that's just how it is it's just like main goal in life is to get old become that old chinese person that walks around in the chinese restaurant or just mm. a restaurant in general and just goes oh how's your food all oh, your food's good okay good i i appreciate you coming in today i really appreciate and you know that's just the main deal but like month to month is just like how to stay afloat how to keep money in the pockets mm-hmm. how to not spend money and then you know I love to be free in a way to be like, hey, we're all gonna go hang out. Okay, cool, where you guys wanna go? Whatever you guys wanna do, I'm down to do it.
0: Boom bop. At what age are you planning on implementing the the, um, accent full time?
2: Ah, you know, once I start actually learning Cantonese again and Mm. a little bit of Mandarin, that's when the accent's gonna really flow out.
1: Do you think you're doing yourself a disservice by learning English right now? (laughs) You know. by, learning, <laughs> wait, by learning English right now? Yeah, you didn't know. Nobody knows English? No, 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 no. no. I, I don't. By Rosetta Stone.
2: That's right. I'm on it's intermediate right you. now. I'm on intermediate Rosetta Stone. Thank you very much. Okay. See, the problem is I speak very Chinglish slash Japanese English at the same time, you know? Isn't that what, what you're going for, though, in the long run? That's true. You're American. Born Chinese. <laughs> ABC, baby. Woo.
0: You are you are U.S. <laughs> yeah, you're but, a product of the United States of
2: America. Yeah.
0: Manufactured in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, okay, Chattanooga, <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> definitely not. I was from Tucson, Arizona. Thank you very much. But I mean, my first language was definitely Cantonese. That's fair. I definitely learned Cantonese first, and then once I started to become more Americanized, and learning Rosetta Stone mm. Intermediate Class Two. Actually, w- when did you start that? Actually, last year. Oh, nice. It's been really hard.
0: <laughs> okay. So that wraps up that. I don't want to get right, too right, far right. off. Sorry. You'll get, you'll get there. You'll develop the accent. Thank you. I appreciate Okay. Wayman, David.
2: Oh, What's this guy looking oh, like? Oh, man. Uh, you know what? He 100% he definitely has the lifetime goal. Like he has his legacy goal set up, right? Mm. But he is such a free spirit that he, he literally, you ask him to do like, hey, you want to do this? Yeah, sure. We'll just put it in the day. But like, don't ask a time. And don't ask, Wayne. don't ask anything else. Just basically plant the seed and he's going to just fly off. He's like very, he's, oh. v- he's very like water, you know, like a waterfall. He just flows with the river. Namaste. Namaste.
0: Yeah. You, I, I view you overwhelmingly as a go at the flow. And I don't mean that in a sense of that does not mean lack of goals or lack of planning. It just means like if, if we take a look at, you know, are you a pl- like just simply, are you a
1: planner? Are you go with the flow? You're go with the flow.
2: Yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah. So here's the weird thing about that is you're both right to an extent, but I do oddly overplan and stress about a lot of things that people don't expect, but I will just pour over, say I'm planning a trip to Japan. Mm. I will spend a ridiculous amount of time planning for it. but. The weird thing also is (laughs) when I have like big picture things in life that I plan for, Mm -hmm. say my year or a five-year plan or something like that, I'll stress about it. I'll plan it all out. But then getting into it, (laughs) I don't always follow through with it. Or it ends up just like life changes so quickly that I don't adhere to whatever plan that I set up. So it's odd because it's a combination of things where I have big plans and then sometimes I plan a ton for specific events. Otherwise, I'll go with the flow, you know absolutely that's what that's
2: it's the hidden it's the hidden planner he's the hidden planner yeah dude i think a lot
1: of people don't realize that but it's it's hidden in there there's a big tendency to it's trips often like vacations or specific events that i'm organizing things like that i will plan those out meticulously militantly dare i say oh there's the word militant okay fair enough uh jake do me do me do me okay wow (laughs) let's not get too excited over here Jake, he (laughs) militantly plans. That's going to haunt me for the the rest. That's going to
0: haunt me for the rest of as long as we do this thing. Every single
1: podcast. No, actually, I've always wondered how much you plan. You're you're a mystery man. You think so? (laughs) I'm trying to pin you down. I believe you plan probably more than I expect. That's it's kind of what I'm imagining. In fact. Ironically, it's it's funny to run into you here. You got your sheet of paper in front of you as we were doing this podcast. Not to, <laughs> Spoilers, but <laughs> 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 he planned out a few little topics. He's the host today, by the way. Thank you for hosting us. Oh, my, yeah, my yeah, pleasure. Thanks for hosting. My pleasure. So the little things like that cue me into this idea that you do plan a little bit more than you tend to show because you're so improvisational. I know you took improv and stuff, but just generally, even before then, I've always known you to be that type. So it's an interesting aspect of a personality that displays this sense of going with the flow. But <laughs> you know, at home, you know he's planning stuff. You feel? Oh, oh no,
2: he hundred percent plans. Like oh. if it's if it's not structured, he's not there. You know, he has to have Ooh. he has to have a start time, a possible end time, and is and the end time doesn't have to be hard. That's the one thing that he really does do well with the flow part. Is like his his end time is like, you know, it's like it can be maybe a little bit later but he's very militant about actually having like a time frame so like you know how like we'll hang out right like we'll all hang out we'll start maybe around like five six o'clock at a certain point which is around usually 9 30 10 o'clock especially if he has a big day the next day big day big day like super big day he's like hey guys i gotta go and then it's just like okay cool he has his structured day but so he's the opposite of you, David, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the hidden, like, go with the flow person. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, that's interesting. So I think that it's laid out as, I need I need the overarching structure in planning of, I think that's a good idea, or, or what you were saying of, you know, start time, end time. I need, like, general direction, general idea, but then I like to wing it. Because I look at, mm-hmm. I actually, think, talking mm-hmm. about trips is oddly perfect for this. I hate planning trips to, like, The T, I never do the, okay, Mm, we're going to do this at this time. This, my idea of planning is going, okay, we're going to get to this location at this time. And this is where I'm very strict, right? Where I'll be like, we are here at this time and we are going to do this thing. Now we need to do this other thing at this time. And so it's like, you hit the the pinpoints of the day, but then between Mm -hmm. it, it's like, well, let's walk around, like, let's figure it out. Like Mm -hmm. if I go last trip, I took like overseas or anything, you know, any trip I go pick a country like, okay, we're going to be in London today. And then tomorrow we need to be in country. Oh, you know, okay, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But like any location, right? We're going to be at location A today. We're going to be at location B tomorrow. That's the structure I like. What we do at the locations? That's Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I don't know. I just want to walk around. Like, let's just walk and find Mm -hmm. stuff. So I kind of feel like I'm in the middle of it, and that's maybe with even life stuff in general too. And the go with the flow topic is actually what I want to come back to later Mm. because I have that written down. But. (laughs) <laughs> it planned was, out is what he's saying no so not that <laughs> it's just like, like in my role with uh work too or anytime where i've done a fair amount of like public speaking too this is actually a good example of it where i'll write out everything mm-hmm. i want to say yeah. and i'll just kind of rehearse the general idea but then i'm never someone to go give that speech with like notes or anything i just mm-hmm. i just go off of what i can remember you know so it's like i plan to an extent but then i just like to wing it too so i feel like i'm a very 50 50 mm-hmm. you know
1: The fascinating thing you brought up, not planning down to the T. I realize, I I relate to that in a lot of ways, especially for trips. I don't want an itinerary that is hour by hour, minute by minute. I want one that's just saying, this day we'll be here. Here's our options. Maybe we'll hit as many as we can. Maybe we won't. We'll see what happens. This day we'll be here. We'll have these options. That's how I usually like to plan. So planning for me in that aspect would be more I guess preparing is a better way of putting it, mm. where I'm looking at in that particular city that I'm going to be in, what could be there that I wouldn't want to miss out on right. while I'm there. Yeah. So it's not a militant itinerary. <laughs> it's just a, okay, this location, this location, these options, choose from those in the moment.
0: Yeah. See, and that's why I'm, and I try to get better about it, but yeah, going, in the, going with the flow, being in the moment. I think that's super important. And so that's why I don't think that everything should be strictly scheduled out. Because then you'll miss, you'll miss important things need to be scheduled. But then otherwise, I think it's important to have flexibility to just, mm-hmm. I don't know, chase. <laughs> I don't know. Why. I just thought of like <laughs> a, chase a dog down
2: the street. I don't
0: know why the hell that came up. I don't know what that has to do with anything.
2: <laughs> Maybe it'd be more like chasing experience, I guess. Because uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I got chasing dogs, dogs down the street. <clears throat> that's an experience that's how he plans his trips (laughs) so okay so let me ask you guys this now given that we've kind of identified or self-identified what we are do you guys like that about yourselves or are there elements of either side that you're trying to incorporate more or less of into
2: i mean for me i definitely am trying to get more prepared slash planning because a lot of times like i'll just set the bone works like you do but then the main thing is actually going with the plan, I guess be the best way to put it. And so like for me, it's really helpful to add a time, a date, stuff like that to where I am able to be available and do the whole itinerary. I've noticed, I think in the last couple months, I've missed a lot of key deadlines that could have saved me some time.
1: Hmm. Wow, that spoke straight to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> last year, I learned that a lot. If I set a very specific deadline and a specific time that I wanted to get something done by, I was way more likely to do it, but that's not typical me. you no. know I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't have plans with a specific structure around time. I usually just have general plans of these are priorities that I'd like to do at some point in time, but then that vagueness lends to uh, well, a less likelihood of it actually happening and coming mm. to fruition. So that is definitely something I've been. Trying to like a lesson learned that I'm trying to (laughs) embrace this year in terms of if I have an idea, a plan or a goal is to attach it to a specific time and maybe any way to make it more specific improves the likelihood that I will get it done. So I love that. Mm. That's that's pretty good. And I totally agree. And so I'd say that's one downfall of my personality or my tendencies would be. (laughs) I have no sense of time ever, and neither do my plans. So that can lead to trouble. Which makes sense. Definitely.
0: I think for me, I'm trying to be less in a weird way. I'm trying to be less go with the flow because I think it's easy to, because planning takes work. You have to sit down, you have to think about it, you got to plan it. And a lot of times, I'll just be honest, I probably just feel lazy. And I'm just like, dude, I don't want to plan this. Like I'd rather just I'd rather just go snowboarding today than like take two hours and plan this out. So I'll just, I don't know, I'll just wing it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've done that most of, most of my life because part of it kind of struggles with any personal goals or like professional goals too. I'll sit there and I'll go, okay, well, let's say in eight months, I want to be here doing this thing. But then I'll, there are a lot of times I'll go, well, what's, the, I don't know what I'll be like in eight months. Maybe I won't even want that anymore. Dude. So why, why plan that out if I don't even yes. know if I want that, but that's a vicious cycle then that's how, that's how you stay put for a long time is because you're not mm-hmm. setting goals. You're not moving towards it. That's something I'm trying to sort out. Wow.
1: That's intense. <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, you touched on a lot of things there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but one of them being the idea of if you don't have a direction, you'll go nowhere. I totally agree with that. Where totally. it, it's dangerous to get complacent, especially in the face of it can be so daunting and stressful to plan and prepare. So that's one difficulty. Is you, you also mentioned you're trying to predict to, am I going to even care about this eight months from now? That's super difficult. You can't really project yourself into the future very well. Actually, that's, uh, <laughs> I've been studying this. Uh, this guy gives a great TED talk. His name's Daniel Gilbert on the psychology of your future self. Super fascinating. Ooh,
0: this sounds like it's right up my alley. And Daniel the, Gilbert writing that
1: down. Yeah. Really awesome. He talks about how we are awful. At predicting so as an example i shouldn't have brought this up <laughs> I, I, I might go be on. you might guys be ready to stay this.
0: here for the next seven hours because i'm ready to talk about this for the next seven
1: hours <laughs> <laughs> yes also <laughs> we have to come back to so many other things that you brought up though too but in the meantime i'm going to keep going with this while we're at it Go for so it. as a test as like a little psychology experiment on all of us although i kind of ruined the ending <laughs> result is how different do you feel you are compared to a year ago i I, well (laughs) i mean honestly for me i definitely lost
2: planning i used to be super plan heavy like if we weren't if i wasn't there at and i think jake relates to this if i'm not there at the venue or the place maybe 10 to 15 minutes earlier than the actual time i consider that late but now i'm like 10 15 minutes late that's on time no, first of
0: all that no, I hate that. I hate that you said that. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. That no, hurts my soul.
2: But I mean that's just the thing is like from maybe a year or two ago I was very plan heavy. So I was like, I gotta get this done, gotta get this done, dot, 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 dot. But I think a lot of it had to do with the stress of the job that I was doing last year. Cause like if I didn't make those deadlines or those goals or actually get the stuff accomplished then the place I was working at would sink. That's how stressful it is. And now that I don't have that anymore, other than just like, oh yeah, just get this set up. Now I'm like very relaxed.
1: I wouldn't say I'm complacent, but I'm always like kind of worried. Yes. So in that aspect, you're saying when you had very hard consequences lined up for you at the end, you were more likely to plan. Yes. Whereas now you're in a situation where it's not as consequential, you're less likely to plan. Yes that's fascinating dude, and i that
0: brings up a whole other oh, yeah that, i know there's so many offshoots like <clears throat> what's being comfortable how to, to stop right there because that
1: things more consequential so that you do feel more inclined to act upon them or
0: high risk like when there's risk and when there's stakes it's stressful but shit happens dude like you make you make stuff happen
2: right <laughs>
1: okay but well, to not Sorry. go too yeah, far yeah, go, go, go. yeah
0: bring it back uh, bring it back
1: jake what do you, how do you feel compare yourself to A year ago, how different are you now than that person you were a year ago? It's a loaded question.
0: (laughs) Very different, but I hate these answers, but it's true. Extremely different, but at the same time, the same.
1: I know there's way more to feel back there. (laughs) There's way,
0: there's a lot. I guess, how how can we shave that down?
1: Well, I I guess it's it's not super important. I'll keep going with the questions and we can dive into it a little bit deeper. So let's take it back five years. Mm. How different are, are you from like five years ago? Very different
2: yeah you can't very different I, ooh, uh, that was a whole different world you know I'm what I mean I'm a man now
3: <laughs> <laughs> before I was you were a, just, a little, was just a little boy
2: back in the day now I'm a big strong man
1: oh that's cute
2: <laughs> I mean five years ago I was working for the mouse
1: in a way so. oh wow yeah you were in Florida huh yeah.
0: yeah we were all dude five years ago we none of us were here
1: That's true. Yeah. In Boise, that is. Yeah. Yeah, That's true.
0: So I was definitely born five years ago. The flip
1: side of this is to say, how different do you expect yourself to be in one year? I hope different. Like this current year you're talking about, right? Sure. Yeah. Compare yourself now to 2021, you. How different will you be? Okay. How different or
0: how different do we hope to be?
1: Well, (laughs) let's. I don't know. You can explore both. What do you think?
0: I hope different. What do you expect? (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Wow. Got some Vietnam flashbacks. No, how do I expect? That's a tough question. It depends if I put pawns into play this year. Who are your pawns? If I keep... (laughs) Who are my pawns? Yes, I have many.
1: (laughs) David Wayman.
2: (laughs) I was like, uh (laughs) don't...
0: No, if things stay the way that they have... Mm-hmm. then it'll be the same in a year. But if I identify certain, certain actions, certain pawns, how, whatever example you want to use, then it could be very different.
1: Interesting. So you're feeling as though it's dependent on specific actions that you can or can't take.
0: Yeah, that's, that's for everyone. That's change for everyone. If you do the same <laughs> thing every day, nothing's going to change. It's going to be, you know. It's like New Year. It's actually fitting that we're talking about this like yeah. around New Year's time, right? Uh-huh.
1: How about
2: you, Aaron? I, I I just want to go off of that. Like if even though you do the same thing, you know, in that year, if you go with the flow situation, right, it could change ever so slightly. Say, for example, you do the same job over and over and over again, right? But then there comes an opportunity that arises and you just continue doing the same thing, but that opportunity aligns with your day to day routine, and then boom, you get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's basically something in your life has not evolved to where
1: now your maybe your lifestyle has changed in a way. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? No, I I totally see where basically what you're kind of getting at is if someone is not necessarily embarking on changes, they're not making it (laughs) a plan of theirs to divert their life, Mm. they still will come across things that will inevitably change. Oh, go ahead.
0: No, I'm just, so that's, you're right. What about the flip side of that though? Where you do go with the flow Mm. because that's, that's assuming that there's going to be variables that will present an opportunity or change Mm -hmm. going with the flow though, can just as easily present a situation where nothing comes up. There are no other opportunities Mm. and then you're just doing the same thing year over year, a year, and that's been 10 years and nothing's changed, right? Mm We'll get into, I want you to finish what your overarching point, but it all ties into stuff that I,
1: (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, I love this. So he did a bunch of research on things like this, where he'd say, okay, tell me like how much your values have changed in the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then how much do you think they'll change in the next 10 years? And people would say these things. And they compared them with people who were say like actually 18 and people who were actually 28, people who were actually 40 and people who were actually 30. And they compared these things over the course of the entire lifespan of adults. Mm -hmm. And they track things like, how much would you pay for a concert that your favorite band from 10 years ago, how much would you pay for them right now? Or how much would you pay for your favorite band now to see them in 10 years? Hmm. And the goofy thing is people over-evaluate what they think in the present will persist into the future, and they don't expect things to change as much as they actually do. So it's a fascinating dilemma where we're really good at remembering the past, and we remember things being different. But we're really bad at imagining how different things can be in the future. So because of the difficulty of imagining, we tend to be awful at predicting who we're going to be, what we're going to like, what life is going to be like then, (laughs) and how to prepare to do things in the best interests of the 10 years from now person that you're slowly building up to.
0: (laughs) So you're telling me that all of us humans are essentially, we're just dumb. We're just, <laughs> well, no, I just, yeah, no, that's, that's super interesting though. I mean, I can tell you firsthand, at least personally for me, yes, all I do is predict the future hmm. and it's probably all wrong. <laughs> I understand. I can't even begin to tell you how, if I'm being honest, how probably fearful of the future. I am because of all the scenarios that I dream up that will probably never happen. Oh you know what I mean? yeah. Oh my yeah. Gosh. I could go down a very dark rabbit hole on that. hundred
2: uh. percent. Seriously. What? That I, I, like I, we're, we're probably all the,
0: we're probably all similar in this regards. Cause a hundred percent there will be a decision that I'll have to make. And I'll be like, well, I don't know if I take decision A, then, you know, then this happens then this, and uh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden go, Ooh, I don't like the sounds of that. Okay. What about B? Well, I could do this, that, you know, it's oh, like, yeah, I just can't, I'm someone that, you know, you could meet like a woman for the first time and I will sit there and eventually, (laughs) give me, dude, give me, give me two minutes. Mm. And in my brain, already predict out what marriage is going to look like at age 65 <laughs> and what what are the grandkids like did my children turn out okay or you know like are they in jail you know what I mean and it's like you haven't even said a word to this woman oh, and I'm already this. like oh I shouldn't ask her out because uh, I don't know I see my kids in jail <laughs> you
3: know? no no Jake that's hey, like that's so 100%
1: introducing yourself you just mumble something about man those kids would have been bad <laughs> and walk away
0: Hey, I'm Jake by the way. I'm just going to both avoid us the fail. You know, bail money's not cheap these days and inflation costs are only going to go
2: higher and, higher. and she's like, "Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, what was your name?" Excuse it's not me? important. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, that's like 100%. That's the freaky part. But that's why I always consult you guys in my planning. Like, that's my main planning. It's just like I always consult you guys. Any of my big decisions, you two play a huge factor in it. I think that's wise.
0: No, friends. Yeah, friends and family. You need their feedback. Oh, Mm.
2: 100%.
0: Especially, I think, family, too. Mm. Because family will give it to you straight. Mm. And they'll be like, no, you're...
1: Nope, 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 nope. (laughs) They've probably seen your best and your worst. And they can (laughs) historically give you examples of traces of when you've done this or that and how you've changed in this way or that way. So yeah, that's probably
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've never walked away from a life talk with my parents feeling like great.
1: I heard a lot of good
0: things that I needed to hear, you know what I mean, that was ultimately beneficial. But I don't know if I've ever had a life talk where I walked away going, nice,
2: I'm killing it. (laughs) I usually walk away going, fuck. (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's usually like if I walk away, like, yeah, nice. Uh, that's usually me talking with my sister, gossiping about my cousins, you know. Because <laughs> like we will not even get into that; that's like, a whole other thing. Sorry.
0: Let's head back.
2: Sorry. <laughs>
0: no, don't be sorry. I'm just saying. Uh, wow. Just trying to keep this on track, somewhat.
3: Yeah, we've got. Or a lot let's of just wins. go.
2: with Like,
0: what's the plan, man? Let's
1: just flow, dude. As <laughs> he
0: throws his piece of paper for all around. Uh, yeah,
1: I was like for all our viewers back. <laughs> <laughs> Jake literally just whipped his notebook <laughs> across the room. <laughs> Go with the flow. No, Jake, it's a balance, man. It's a balance, man. 2019. 2019. Okay, right, but so take it r- away, bring dude. Bring it back. <laughs> I'll wrap up what I was going on, which is, wow, people are not very good at predicting the future and their, their future selves. That's mm. why we make a lot of mistakes, and people pay a lot of money to... <laughs> the, the example that daniel gilbert always gives is man adults this middle-aged person is paying a lot of money to remove a tattoo that their younger age self paid a lot of money to get in the first place and the reason is is because that younger self is gonna say oh yeah when i'm 40 i'm gonna love this tattoo turns out they didn't you know
0: is, So, question is david gilbert my mother
1: daniel Daniel yes.
0: Gilbert is <laughs> is that secretly Judy Albers hiding? Because that sounds <laughs> she something say that to like every Oh my <laughs> god, don't even get me started. Shut up, mom. Anywho. So, okay. Oh wow. You hear that? That's me circling a lot of stuff. So actually, did you finish up pretty much that? Yeah,
1: I think the point is, we'll bring it back to what you were saying before, which is planning is stressful. The reason for that is it takes a lot of time to think through. We're not very good at predicting. We get really anxious about it because there's so many possibilities. We're talking about worrying about all the potential futures. Oh no, our kids are going to be in jail. like Stuff like that, ridiculous stuff. Mm. It's stressful. It's really difficult. So in one hand, it's really good to maintain a balance because I have been sometimes on the air of planning too much in terms of my future career. Right. And I was stressed about it to death. But that does me no good in the day-to-day because that stress builds up tension in my life and it doesn't actually help me in actually fulfilling any of the goals that I have. And it's actually a hindrance at times if you plan too much. Whereas the reverse of that is if you let all that stress be like prohibiting you from even beginning to plan anything, that gets to what you were saying, Jake, which is, You can not have any direction in life, and that can lead to complacency, stagnation, and really an unfulfilled life. I Mm. believe. So
0: you pretty much answered the question that I want to that I circled that I circled (laughs) over and over here. Oh no, no, which is perfect because I'm like going, okay, so let's go off the example of you know you see a beautiful woman, you want to say something, but you dream Mm. about your children in jail, and then you decide to scrap (laughs) the whole idea, right? (laughs) So then the point is, so then my question is, why plan? Then why plan? You know, if that's what planning looks like to you, where it's dreaming up stuff, and based on that mm-hmm. talk of mm-hmm. like, oh, we're terrible at imagining future selves, then why not just go with the flow and see where life takes you? But you kind of answered that, where it's like, well, because that easily translates into thinking about that cycle. And I'm guilty of this in a lot of aspects of my life. See the woman, you dream up 65, you dream of children in jail, then you go, ah, forget it, never mind, I'm not going <laughs> to do anything. Uh-huh. And so then you're right back where you started. You never did anything. The next woman comes along and you go, oh, she's attractive, should I say anything? oh, well, I don't know. I think we're going to probably get divorced at 45. And then I don't know. It's going to be rough. I'm going to end up in Mexico. I don't want to live in Mexico. I want to live in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Right. And so then you say, scrap it, forget the whole thing. And you're right back to where you start. And so, Uh you know, you've got this straight line. Uh You've got this straight line. I know I'm guilty of that with a lot of aspects of my life. So I think that's where planning ultimately is important. Because then you have to have some, you have to have some, something, something to keep you on track.
2: Well, you have have to plan, but you also, you know, you got to go with the flow at the same time. It's like, it's It's a a balance, balance, man. (laughs) Freaking Jake Albers, balance. It's a balance 2019. Like, seriously. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing is, we talk about balance. We talk about planning. I think that you can plan, but you also have to be very flexible about going with the flow. Because if you don't go with the flow, then you miss out on so much opportunity that Comes around. And like, I know for me, I've missed out on a couple of opportunities that if I wasn't just specifically planning on becoming a leader at, you know, the happiest place on earth (laughs) and like actually thought about maybe doing other areas Mm -hmm. within that realm, I probably would have still be either in Florida or just working for that company still.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So let me pose a question At what point do you plan and at what point do
1: you go with the flow? Ooh. Here's a fascinating thing. Okay. <clears throat> you ever had to either in an interview or for a class, or because your grandpa and your dad kind of expected of you, <laughs> try to lay out a one-year plan, your five-year plan, and then your 10-year plan, or even like a 25-year plan. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. Kind of crazy. It. So <laughs> some things are very helpful about that in the sense that it gets you in a moment of introspection. It gets you to reflect. It gets you to identify things that you want to prioritize, identify things that are important to you write down your key values and things. To plan it (laughs) extensively to that regard is pretty useless. I was watching this really interesting interview with Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple. He is describing how during his MBA, he had to write a 25-year plan and that he stumbled upon it, I don't know, five or 10 years later. Mm And he said that it was accurate for about 18 to 24 months. And then absolutely everything after that was completely inaccurate. <laughs> and his advice was to take the approach of just have a, a North Star, which is like a general direction that's guiding you in life, but to not get that specific. But I think one thing about this whole Polaris North Star idea, <laughs> for me, the thing that you were mentioning, Jake, about having some sort of a direction to look forward to into the future that's kind of guiding you. I think a lot of that can be a vision. And I think that's what's important for guiding someone like me to be motivated day to day to take action on things and to seek out opportunities and not be complacent and not letting myself stagnate. So a vision for me is the more specific I can get in painting a picture of a future that I want, the more likely I am to take action to bring that to fruition and hopefully see if I can actualize that and turn it into goals too. So I set ideals for myself, visions, and an optimistic hope for what could be in the future, evaluating my potential and then seeing that. So I think there's a lot of benefit in planning, but to do it too much, obviously we've covered reasons why extensive planning is at a certain point not useful because the future is so unpredictable. And there's that aspect that you're getting at, Wayman, which is the openness to opportunities is key. Which, as you're going with the flow, it means you are looking for opportunities in life that you aren't planning on being there, but they do show up. And when they do, you take that opportunity up, you snatch it up, and you seize opportunities to go somewhere new, do something new. But the fascinating thing is, you cannot plan or predict when or how these random opportunities are going to come your way. All you can do is have a sense of who you want to be, what you want your life to be, and then evaluate those as they come. You can prepare in a sense, but I think planning extensively doesn't allow you to pay keen attention to those opportunities as they arise. Mm. So I love this idea. Someone said that the best moments in their life, they did not plan for at all. I found that fascinating. I started reflecting upon that, and I find a lot of that to be true. A lot of what made my last year amazing was nothing that I specifically planned out or had intended to happen. (laughs) In fact, I had five top priorities that I set up in January of last year that I was like, I'm going to do these things. I did two of them and then I did half of one and then the other two I didn't really do. But then I did a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't predict or plan for and I loved it. So that's a fascinating idea, which is how do you find that balance where you want a direction, but you also want to seize really awesome opportunities that are going to be some of the most amazing parts of your life that you don't know when they're going to hit you, but you really just hope that they do. <laughs> you feel?
0: Totally. Yeah. It's fascinating. You hear that time and time again from people. I've heard it all the time. You know, like, yeah, the best thing that happened to me, I was not planning for, or, you know, well, I was going this route and I wanted to do this, but then all of a sudden this happened and I, you know, and now I'm here and doing this thing. so. It does kind of circle back to that question of well why plan you know um but i don't want to get we already covered that so i'm not trying to go back to that but it is interesting i think though having that north the idea of having that north star perhaps i don't know i'm still trying to figure this out perhaps having that north star puts you in the general direction and that's where then those random quote random Mm -hmm. opportunities will come up you have to be on the path moving forward for those opportunities to come up. If you are just, you're sitting, you know, nothing's going to change. I think there was actually, I looked this up. There was a great analogy for kind of this idea of like, well, when do you plan and when do you not? Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you're if you're in a boat sailing downstream, you know, and you're, so you're going with the flow. All's mm. good. Yeah. Let's say you hit a rock though and you get stuck. Okay, well, are you, you can't just like, are you just going to sit stuck on the rock and just be <laughs> like, you know, well, it'll, it'll, I'll get freed sometime. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, at that point, then you plan, then you start to take a look around and say, okay, what am I stuck on? Like, how do I, how do I free myself up here? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you start to plan once you get free, then, okay, maybe you can go with the flow again. Cause you're moving, you know, but it's mm-hmm. all movement. Yeah. You know?
1: So prodding yourself in the right directions when you can. Right. Right. And I get excited when you see people who are highly motivated, because those are the types of individuals who don't entirely go with the flow because they are constantly creating opportunities for themselves, and they're more likely to recover quickly and be resilient to those types of obstacles that you encounter in life, and to bounce back and keep on going in in some direction that's really cool to them. And that can't be a lifestyle of whatever happens, happens, kind of leaving your life up to fate or destiny and things like that. I think that can actually be dangerous. If you're wanting a fulfilled life, that can be dangerous in the sense of, at a certain point, yeah, you might get shoved up on a rock (laughs) on this uh, theoretical boat of life, and time is the river, let's say, and you're getting sent down that, you get stuck up on there. Do you think that that's the life that you want? At a certain point, you have to take action. You have control over more things that you realize and to neglect the opportunities to seize up the potential of your life, I think that's a shame. How do you feel, Wayman? (laughs) (laughs) You seem deep in thought.
2: I'm very engrossed in this conversation. So I'm just taking my time actually trying to consume it all because there's a lot of great ideology themes. And really, I just, ooh, this is intense. Ooh. (laughs) It is, man. But let's say, for example, you're on your river of life, right? River of time. Mm-hmm. When is it a good idea to know that your north star is not actually a north star? It's, oh my God,
0: it's a south star. Son of a gun. I'm getting oh, going in no. the no, wrong that, direction the that, whole time. That,
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's, and that's the thing. It's just like, oh my gosh. I've I knew going... I should
0: have paid attention to astrology and, like, in college. Like,
1: <laughs> like what is port side? You know what I mean? But. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you asking when? When do you reevaluate the direction that you're headed?
3: Okay.
1: Actually, can I?
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. You go want to get deep? Let's make this real. Is this you asking? Is cooking long term? Is that what I should be pursuing? Is that the right thing that I need to be doing?
2: That's that's actually spot on.
3: Bingo. Oh no jake
2: (laughs) (laughs) no it's okay i'll share i'm more i am more
0: i I am more than happy (laughs) (laughs) no i'm more than happy to share what i struggle with that's very similar but yeah that's i just say to put it in like real terms you think that you want this thing Mm -hmm. you see it and you're like yeah this is it this is the thing and Do you start to question that and go, wait, is this really what I'm, is this really what I want to do? Like I'm putting so much time and effort into it. Is this really it for me? Right. Mm. And that's
2: that's like that dilemma that I have with planning and going with the flow. (laughs) Because like planning, yes, North Star, but then also flow, North Star is not North Star and it's actually a South Star and we're going into complacency and then my boat doesn't move and then I die of scurvy. Oh
3: gosh, <laughs> that went fast, and the chi-
1: the children are that's in a, jail. That's a
3: overthink-
0: That's what the children are in jail. You've got scurvy. <laughs> You're in Mexico, and you stole. You said, "I don't want to go to Mexico yet." Here you are in the uh, middle of Tijuana, because
2: Barbara, Barbara wants to go to Tijuana. <laughs>
0: That's a great question, dude. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. And that's something that I'm trying to figure out now, too, because that's something that I was going to bring up is I was like, you know, for all this balance that I feel like I'm good at with planning and going with the flow, I feel like I have all these tools, like I'm ready to use these tools. But, you know, it's a cloudy night. I can't see that North Star. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I haven't found that North Star yet, dude. Ah,
1: yes. So the North Star thing, and, and knowing whether or not that's your North Star, or is that some other homies, or <laughs> is that South Star? Like, what is going on? That is so difficult to figure out. And I think the best way to do it, though, is to head in that direction. And then you will just know for yourself whether or not you're enjoying it, whether or not you're finding fulfillment in that. If you find yourself not enjoying it. The difficulty there is dealing with the fact that you were describing, I put all this time and investment and energy and I invested deeply into something. How can I turn my ship around and go a different direction when I have gone so far in one direction already? Some cost fallacy, baby. That's a a B word, you know what I mean? Because you're... So concerned about the fact that I'm carrying all of my past with me and I don't want that all to be for naught. But the weird thing is hard to acknowledge that it's worthwhile even though you're not heading in that same direction because there's so many experiences that you gained and you wouldn't have known better direction. But the better question is, would you rather sacrifice your true North Star just to maintain the path that you're on and sacrifice the potential for a truly fulfilling life? Oh, wow. I sound like a motivational speech. <laughs> <laughs> I will pay you $5,000 <laughs> for this lecture right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, don't worry. I have a 12-step program. I'll walk you guys through <laughs> <laughs> So No, but like, honestly, that is a question. It's a big what if always that, that you're trying to evaluate. Some people are really lucky and they're like, I nailed it. I know exactly what I want. And it has been exactly what I've wanted for several years. And maybe that does work out for them. But for the vast majority of us who changed majors twice during their first two years and who changed careers, have a midlife crisis, all those things, it's so difficult for these people who have invested so much time and energy and skills and talents and money and whatever into a particular direction, that particular North Star that they were following. And then what now? They're going to go a totally different direction. Feels like a big sunk cost. Yeah, that's tough.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can, that's the, that's the difficult thing. Cause you can get into so many aspects of that too, where, you know, there's been plenty of people that have talked about like, well, passions and dreams. Like, mm-hmm. should you mm-hmm. follow your passion or should you, do you follow what you perceive your passion is or do you find passion in just what you do? You know, like that sort of duality, I guess. Mm-hmm you know, how many people out there think that they'd be great actors? You know, does that mean that everyone should pursue being an actor? Or, or do you?
1: <laughs> it's just like, where do you stop? Where do right. you stop the okay. pursuit?
0: Like, real, maybe maybe it's a, you know, passion versus reality. Or yeah. like... Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So, reality would teach you, but first you need to test it against reality. So, you say, I want to be an actor. I want to be a cook. I want to be whatever. Try it. Do it to the best of your ability for a while. Also, another. Problem with this, though, is a lot of people are like, yeah, I tried it once and I wasn't good at it. Okay, don't don't just try it once, like (laughs) genuinely give yourself a shot at whatever it is that you're trying to get after if you feel like you could and not just be like. Yeah, well, I did it once and it wasn't so, nobody's good their first time around. Anyways, That's but true. By, bypassing that. <laughs> so genuinely test your idea, test your North Star as much as you can, set up little experiments that you can evaluate. Wait a minute, you did this a ton in the past year. <laughs> you tried out so many different things in your career. Mm. And I think that was super valuable for every step of the way you were learning and you were taking that knowledge and redirecting and you acted on it too. You didn't stay put. You said, okay, you know what? This whole, (laughs) well, I'm not going to dive into your history, but (laughs) every step of the way you said this particular thing, I don't like it because of this reason, this reason, this reason. And instead, I would see myself much better in this position if I had these things. And every step of the way you were making these conclusions, and I think that's you clarifying what your direction should be and testing whatever direction you thought previously was the direction you wanted to head in. So that's my thoughts is test it against reality as best you can. See what comes back.
0: Dude, I love that. I wrote that down. I put a box around it.
1: Ooh. so That's how you
0: know. Dude, test your North Star. I think that's great. Because that's as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, totally. Okay, this guy over here has totally been doing that.
1: Nice job. Good work. Oh, yeah. Wait a
0: Oh, geez. You have been testing it. <laughs> I think of me, like where, you know, being at a tech company, I'm like, dude, I don't know if that's like, I just, uh, that's not me. Mm. Forever, I want to do creative industry. So, I mean, that's perfect framing of, okay, then go test it. go Go see. And if it sticks and you're like, oh, yeah, sick. This is it. Great, good work. Or you go, oh, actually never mind. This is not okay, cool. Then you know then you know, like try to buy eighty six dreams, hopes and dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you shift focus. (laughs) That's what I'm getting at. You shift focus.
1: Okay, well let's dive into it. Let's think of examples. Think of a time, historically, when's the time that was really informative for you to test out something and you, you took away from it a whole new direction, even if that meant leaving behind a, a possible investment that you previously made and embracing that sunk cost and saying, you know what, I'm redirecting. Have you guys experienced that before?
0: Totally. I don't, moving out here that was the oh yeah that was a seven seven years of established friend groups networks uh-huh. communities familiarity location all that and saying nah i'm just gonna wipe the slate clean for everything wow <laughs> yeah that was, i mean that was that was a big
1: one and what did you take away from it though do you feel you redirected yourself in in various ways through that experience
0: i wish i'd be farther along than i am but i've <laughs> learned a lot of good things Mm -hmm. just personality wise and we don't obviously not going to get into it but just like learning things about myself learning the influence that others had over me at least at the Mm. at the time frame it just stuff like that a lot of personality stuff
2: what about you david
1: i'd say that experience happened for me when i decided to leave my fancy job where i was like this is probably the best paycheck i'm ever going to see but you know what This isn't it. I gotta redirect. I gotta try something different. So again, it was there was a sunk cost where I was like, "This is a salary that's probably the best salary I'm ever gonna have," and I'm leaving it behind at the age of like 22 or 23. I don't remember what it was, but that was a weird feeling, and it was hard to do. And a lot of people were like, "You're dumb. (laughs) This is the stupidest financial decision of your life." But I'm so glad I did it because then I started exploring teaching, Mm. and well. I learned that that's also probably not the direction for my life to go. But again, I'm learning to be happy about those things, (laughs) even if, yeah, I spent a year doing something I won't be doing the rest of my life. But it was good to know that and test that and to verify, well, not verify, because I thought for sure teaching would be it. But turns out it's not, and that's okay. But I thought that was really good. It was good to, to leave behind a big tech company where I was just building apps, and that was my career and try to shift that. Then I got into teaching, I tested that out, and now I'm going to test out some other things, but we'll get into that. Wayman, how about you? Oh, man. I mean, I, I did a lot of things. I thought I'd be a leader at the
2: first company that I worked for after Mm -hmm. graduating college. And then that didn't pan out. And then I thought, oh, you know what? I should just do cooking. That's actually what I came out here to Boise was to reset and actually do cooking. For the, oh. for the rest. But at that time, the actual minimum wage was ridiculously low. It still is, but that's a whole different story. Oh no. But I did what I could to actually survive. And the mm-hmm. main thing was going to technology. And that's mm-hmm. where we all met was at that technology company. And then at that point, I felt complacent and the complacency factor really like mm-hmm. kicked in for me. And then that's when I pivoted. And I did the culinary. I did what I was looking to pursue. And I think, like you talked about, I sensed a couple things that I disliked that I could change and that I could get a better North Star in a way.
1: Mm-hmm. Sense of direction.
2: Yeah, sense of the direction. And now kind of think of it to where I'm at currently right now where I went from culinary back to technology and now I'm in a different technology sector and mm-hmm. I'm doing more than I anticipated needing to do. I'm now kind of considering Do I continue down technology or do I continue down to cooking? Because I do find myself enjoying cooking. Like I love to cook. That's like 100% you guys know this. We know it. You come over to my house, I feed you. Dog bless. Dog bless. But that's the thing is like, I love these side projects that we've been coming up with. Oh yeah, actually this is one of them. This is a side project. This is one of them. Oh my gosh, that literally blew my mind yeah so now i'm exploring all these different side projects and i'm i'm still trying to figure out if culinary is the end goal because you have those outside influences that's like you should definitely do it but then you have that inner peace inside of you that's saying like is this safe that's the thing is you can plan and you can go with the flow but then the main thing for me is safety the safety net am i going to have enough money to live the next day financial security oh my gosh. That's a whole different story,
0: dude. And I'll tell you what, one of the hardest pills for me to swallow. I have to work on this every single day, though. It is you don't. We are. So things that we've learned today that people are terrible predictors of the future. Right. (laughs) Things need to change. Right. It's the it's the saying of you don't know until you try. There's Mm -hmm. only one. There is only one way to find out it's to try it and that at least personally for me that is one of the hardest things for Mm -hmm. me to do because i'm like well no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna take this step unless i have an inkling of what that's gonna lead to
2: but that's not it's not how it works man Mm -hmm. Susie is too hot i don't want to ask her out (laughs) well again i'm just thinking uh, of tijuana man you know
1: (laughs) i can't stop Okay, but actually, let's go future looking. Mm. We were just looking at our past. Let's look look into the future. Twenty twenty. What do we think? Big what, things,
0: dog. I'm doing big things.
1: What do you think your current direction is? What's your current vision? And how do you want to test it?
0: Jake Albert's number one on top, baby. We're, we're going straight to the top with this straight one. 2020, to baby. Doing big things. I read my horoscope. I'm an Aries fire. Mm. I'm going in to the top.
2: Oh, you're Aries Fire?
0: Yeah, baby. Yeah, oh. buddy. That's where I go. C-cow. Oh, even though Aries is a ram, but that's okay. I like the cacao, fire, I've heard a ram do that. Sorry. So every every (laughs) once in a while. With that being said, I'm going to apologize. Could you repeat your question,
2: please? (laughs) (laughs) Just put everything off topic and then literally just like question over the head.
1: (laughs) So the question is, what is your current direction in life, your North Star, your vision for your future? Mm. What is that? And in 2020, how do you want to test it? Okay, this
0: is good. This is like accountability now. Like you mm. guys can beat me up Ooh. if I don't do it with a baseball bat. <laughs>
3: Tell us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to go get a baseball bat right now. <laughs> okay, serious. So we're not going to, I remember your question this time. <laughs> um, so <laughs> North Star for me is creative realm. That is my entire background has always been creation. And so... So my questioning of the North Star was, well, is that creative realm really like me? Or at least like advertising Mm -hmm. specifically. That's what I got my degree in. But there's a lot of times where I was like, dude, I don't even watch TV. I don't like ads. Why the (laughs) hell did I get my degree in advertising? But I think it doesn't have to be ad specific. I just like the creation, the ideation, Mm -hmm. the creative firm. So my goal or something I would like to do is return to the creative realm and... Go back and, and work in like agency. These are all going back to the goals that I had like four years ago mm-hmm. before I moved out of here, dude. Yes, because I think you know life happens. Mm-hmm. I suddenly work for a tech tech company, Fortune five hundred company, right? Mm-hmm. Never never planned on that. Nope, just happened, and all of a sudden, four years later, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, what's? I feel like I'm off track. So trying to course correct. Go back creative. So
1: that's an interesting thing. Real quick. This is, I'm going to, we'll come back to you. (laughs) Yeah, wait (laughs) your your, your turn, okay? As you're looking at me, I'm like, (laughs) wait, what? I see you squinting. I need to go. (laughs) Why do you skip over to me?
3: (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) how do
1: you gauge, or you said you felt off track. So that, that means a few things. One, mm-hmm. you have a sense of attract for yourself. Mm-hmm. Two, that you're off of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you gauge that? What, what feelings, what things in life led you to believe that?
0: Oh, Good question. So when I, when I take a look at that sense of fulfillment or mm-hmm. like what I enjoy doing, yeah, it's that like the current position or role or whatever, it's not, I'm not getting that. Right. Mm -hmm. And this brings up a whole other topic of, well, should your job be your, what fulfills you and whatnot? It can help. But, Uh but yeah, that's the big thing. I think perfect example. Wayman came over cooked and we did a photo shoot last night. Talk about being flow, Mm -hmm. like in the moment and loving it. Love that entire shoot. I'm so proud. Like I'm I'm such a creation person where I need to, I need to deliver this product or this (sighs) thing and go, dude, look at this thing that I made. That's when I feel really good. And in my current role, I don't, I'm not, i don't get that
1: mm-hmm.
0: sense of fulfillment
1: okay yeah
0: that's why when i look to the creative realm like yeah there's not going to be like let's say an ad agency where i'm going to do work and i'm going to be like man i'm so proud of that but it's at least closer mm-hmm. you know it'll probably the only fulfillment i'll probably get is photo shoots anything that i do for myself that's what i'm okay. most proud of but an ad agency or something creative i feel will get me closer to that feeling than yeah. the current if that makes sense
1: yeah it- sorry it for sounds- the long-winded answer Oh man, that answer is nearly identical to mine and uh, we'll get into it later. We'll have when we go first. But one thing that you mentioned was this idea of getting in the flow and you loving that. Mm-hmm. I think perhaps what you're getting at here with this whole opportunity to try this out is maybe seeing if you're working at this ad agency, would you be able to get into that in a way that you don't feel deeply engaged with your work currently?
0: Like would I, would I be able to experience flow more?
1: Yeah. Maybe that's something that you're trying to explore. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah gotta test it though
0: test your north star <laughs> david hartzah 2019 <laughs> 2019 actually it's, oh, we oh, need oh, actually it's 2020 it's actually oh, 2020 oh, now oh, it's not 2019 wow, wow, wow. anymore Can update mine to 2020
1: yeah <laughs> that's fine it's pertinent. a balance man Bal- you know what we'll dude. release it in 2020 and just say that you said it in 2020 imbalanced yeah, we haven't even released the first podcast yet. <laughs> oh yes yeah, okay i'm counting that as 2020 <laughs> yeah. dude it's okay yeah yeah pretty. anyways so, wait a minute, tell us what's your North Star, and then what's the way that you want to test it this year?
2: Definitely North Star would be culinary, but I'm actually right now in the process of understanding culinary. Okay. That North Star. Whoa. Yeah, because it's like, what do I see myself doing more of? Is it actually cooking for clients, doing meal preps, or is it more creation like what Jake was talking about? Like that photo mm. shoot yesterday was dope. Cause mm-hmm. it kind of, <laughs> it definitely challenged a lot of my experience with cooking and then coming up with new ideas and, Ooh. and then also as a consultant, just like, Hey, maybe instead of just asking for that one year preservation for your cheese, you're losing out on a lot of different flavors that can be capitalized with your cheese that's hidden, you know, stuff like that. But I'm still trying to figure that out. Cause I don't know if I want to continue down the path of culinary Or do I go in a more safe route and pursue in technology? That's a real hard factor for me. And so what
1: this year will help you answer that question?
2: That's actually a secret project that I got going on. What? (gasps) Yeah.
0: (laughs) You can tell us off air.
2: That's probably a plan that I'm going to have because... (laughs) I actually need some help with it. <laughs> Ooh, that baby, uh. that baby, that's what we're here for. Uh, bless your we souls. we here for you. But no, honestly, like this year is going to be super exciting. Um, I actually, Sweet. there's a yes. couple different side projects, right? This one, another one that we just did yesterday. And then also <laughs> a, a third one that's actually coming into fruition that I'm also very nervous about. So. Ooh,
1: that's a good thing though, right? Like yeah, nervous. I think so. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Fun fact. I'm a firm believer that some of the coolest things that you're ever going to do in life, you're going to be pretty nervous and terrified beforehand. Yes. About. So I know. it's something, it's, <laughs> it's weird. You know, I, I can say that, but I know when I'm in the moment, I'm also like, yeah, frick this. Uh, but <laughs> it's, dude, it's true. But it's true. And it's, it's, true. it's something you hopefully can strive to embrace that. Hey, turn that nervousness into a little bit of excitement because this means I'm taking a risk. I'm doing something. I'm testing out my North Star, probably something along those lines. So more of that in 2020, baby. Hey, new year, new decade, new me. That's why I'm just saying. kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just getting- <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and just bounce off Jake's real quick and recap mine, which I'd say very similar. Wow. Sometimes I hate that our lives are very similar. We should dive into that do another podcast. What is that? I'm not going to get into that now. But, anyways, I'd say about four years ago, just like Jake, what? I had a path that I wanted to take that was way more creative. Whoa. <laughs> and, you know, what happened was I ended up at some tech company here out in Boise. <laughs> Whoops. I found myself being like, this is not at all the direction I thought I was going to go down. And, you know, been exploring that, testing that different ways. In the past year, I thought I'd try some different stuff, but it comes back to, I really want to find, and maybe this is answering a question that I've been exploring for a while, which is what demonstrates a, a sense of knowing that I am on track versus when I'm not on track. I really liked your approach to that. Well, I might've <laughs> sought out my own answer out of yours, but there was going with the flow, or not going, being in flow, flow being the psychology term for being deeply engaged in whatever that you're doing because you have a certain amount of skill or talent or ability that is being enacted and you're enjoying that aspect because you have a certain amount of challenge that you're being presented. And there's this balance between knowing that you're being used to your best ability to accomplish whatever you're trying to achieve and that what you're going to achieve is a little bit beyond what you've achieved before perhaps. I love that. That's when I get in the flow. And for me, flow this year I learned a lot of it was in the creative processes. So for instance, with teaching For me, it was, I was staying up until like five in the morning, creating the curriculum content. That's when I was in flow, was creating the content itself, Mm. outlining these really cool demonstrations and things like that, writing, creating images, creating projects, stuff like that. It was all this creating that was getting me in the flow. But then when it came down to actual presentation, getting in that, I was less in that flow. It was I'm not going to get into it too much, but I I was surprised by that. I I thought I'm such a sociable person. I love talking (laughs) and like deep diving into discussions. But I'm realizing I love even more than that, creating. And that is what I want to test out this year. This year, I'm going to create as much stuff as I can. (laughs) Like I said before, last year, I set about five top priorities for myself in January of last year. Hmm. A lot of them were creative stuff. And I'm disappointed that I didn't get to them. And so this year, I'm like, you know what? Let's realign. Let's get back on track. Let's try and do that. Mm-hmm. And let's really test if this is the path that I want to take. In terms of finding a direction for my life where day by day, I'm deeply engaged in something that I love. I feel like that's a good way of gauging whether or not that's my North Star is. If I can find myself continually in flow, continually engaged in the creative process, right? maybe I should stick on that. That should be my direction.
0: Well, and there's... I just recently was thinking about this, and I think it's it's really good at figuring out whether you're following your North Star or whatnot. But it came up because over the holidays, right, you always go back, you always see family, they ask what you're doing, yada, yada, you give the whole spiel. But think about like your current title, We'll say. Are you proud of your current title?
3: Mm.
0: Or what title would you be stoked to introduce yourself to people on? Ooh. Right? Because I thought about that where... Okay. All things considered, like I'm doing really well for myself right now, mm-hmm. but you know, like talking to family, Oh Jake, what are you up to? I'm like,
2: Oh yeah. Well, you know,
0: I'm doing this. I'm here doing this thing. Whenever I gave the title or anything like that, I wasn't, I wasn't like excited being like, dude, I'm living the life. You I'm, I'm doing this thing and this mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. And now I was like, me. Hey, yeah. Well, you know, it work, works, it works work. Right. Which maybe there'll always be an element of, but yeah, think about that. What's your current title. Are you stoked about it? Are you like, mm, I don't know. What title would you be introducing yourself or going back to family and being like, dude, I'm killing it in Mm -hmm. life thing. You know, like I'm this, I'm doing this thing.
2: That's a, that's a very intense topic. I will tell you right now, the title that I have, no, I do not like my title, Hmm. but I think there is always like a sense of wanting to justify what you do for that title to make it bigger.
1: Dude.
0: Well, and sure, and I don't want to focus too much on the title. I think the takeaway that I'm trying to get at is just like, does it fill you with pride? Is what you are doing fill you with pride?
1: Yes. But this is very interesting. Oh, this is another topic we could have a whole other podcast on. But <laughs> there's there's one aspect of is what you're doing filling you with pride. And another aspect of this is, is the way that you can explain, present, and talk about it to other people something <laughs> that also fills you with pride? Because <laughs> oddly yeah. enough, that eats away at me where I'm like, I want to be able to confidently give a short and sweet, simple answer that's like, you know, a little title or something like that. I really want that. That's something that drives me nuts that I... <laughs> almost never in life have been able to do that. Instead, I give some weird, long, convoluted answer and I try and give people more context and then I get frustrated with myself and I'm like, ah, whatever. (laughs) Right, I'm just a guy doing a thing. (laughs) But dude, not to get too deep into that, but talking about your North Star, let's say, or what your day-to-day is, what your title is, that's a very difficult thing to do for me without giving someone your whole life story and (laughs) the context that you want to give to give a better understanding of actually where you're at in life and where you're headed. But that's something honestly I want to work on this year is figuring out the best way to be confident in saying, I know where I'm at and I'm happy about it. I'm proud of it. I know I'm trying to get somewhere else too that I will probably be more proud of, but this is where I'm at right now and I'm good with that. So anyways, to answer your question, Jake, (laughs) let's see. I'd say, I've definitely not had a lot of pride in what I've been telling people a lot. But yeah, the, the title I would be proud of, that is a really good question. I love that question. I'm not really sure. Right now, I want to say, oh, wow, this is tough. What if I was like creative director at a nonprofit or something like that? Dude, oh, my gosh. Dude. That'd be so cool. Or, ooh, information designer. That would be something that'd be really cool. Or YouTuber. YouTuber. <laughs> i don't know if that would fly (laughs) that would probably concern the elderly (laughs) among (laughs) my family (laughs) anyways but yeah
0: that's a that's another reason why we're just we're similar on that too because i've i've used that terminology even in my current role for a lot of time i was like creative direct just something where i could be with ideas Mm. and ideation and i could kind of be in charge of that or play into that definitely but
3: women where it's your turn
0: What title or what job would you be able to explain to people where you were really passionate about and you're like, yeah, this is what I do and I love it as opposed to like, hey, I'm doing this and, uh, hey, you know, pays the bills. (laughs) You know how it
3: goes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or another way of saying this is your friends and family would be like, oh, yeah, that's so Wayman.
0: Yeah, that's good, actually. (laughs) Yo, that's so Wayman
1: oh my gosh it's like almost everything that i do now
2: (laughs) but if i was to do a job specifically i honestly i don't know i don't know other than food right if i was Mm. to be like i'm a recipe designer for specific company right that'd be pretty dope i'd be like i'm living it but then i also get that judgmental feel from like people that are you know people that have been in the culinary business more than i have longer than i have for Mm. sure and they're like but you're not a chef. But then at the same point, I'm like, I will battle you for it. Like honestly, <laughs> so there, there's actually. So this is a funny topic. I was watching a Japanese anime show, classic, while I was doing some some cooking, and I'm like. How cool it would be if there was just like a local tournament that was held like every single week on a specific day. And then basically it was just a showdown between chefs, right? Oh my God. And that's it. That's basically just a showdown show. Not like Iron Chef was just like, I love cuisine. And, you know, there's like a specific product, but it's just like they choose a, you could say they choose a type of ingredient, Mm -hmm. right? And that's like the main ingredient that they could use, but it's not a three course meal of corn or red bell pepper or something like that you know what i mean but just present me the ultimate dish that you can make with said product Mm -hmm. that's what i want like i want to be able to be like i freaking destroyed you at cooking because people a competitive chef people tell me all the time i could cook better than you and i look at them and i'm like
1: bring it who who the hell said that (laughs) yeah i want to know one person i will fight them for remember that baseball bat <laughs> we
2: have it. The aluminum one, yeah. No, honestly, so when I was at that tech company uh before, there was a couple mm-hmm. people that challenged me.
1: Ooh. Did you like that a little bit? You're like Oh, I love
2: that. <laughs> I love that so much. And I'm just like You
0: felt tingly in some places.
2: I was just like, I, I think that's the competitive ignite that I really love. It's just like, let's go.
1: You want to be your title? I will give it to you. Chef warrior women. <laughs> or the battling chef. The battling chef. Top chef. Number
0: one. Chef. <laughs> <Shuffle.
2: laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, honestly, I just I want to be able to be say, I've won this award. I think that's the main thing. Like if I was to give myself a title achievement, I've earned this specific reward.
1: Award-winning Wayman. There we go. Yes. that be WW. That'd be cool. Aw. One day. Ah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's actually true. It is. oh: <laughs> God, you're so cute. That's beautiful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm. What about you, Jake? Yeah, Jake.
0: Content creator, creative, mm. creative director. That's the title. Creative that you designer, do? something. And and again, not with a specific emphasis on title, because mm-hmm. titles are just titles, man. But like. <laughs> Creative direction. I love ideation. I love thinking about it. And I'm good with people and I like coordinating Mm -hmm. things too. Like I'm I'm really good at delegation. (laughs) Mm. You know what I mean? Yum, yum. Signs of a good leader. Am I right or am I right? (laughs) No, but like totally. If I have a team of talented people, I did this in college with like our our senior our final senior project. We had to do an ad campaign. Mm. And I kinda we had to pick like a a Mm. team leader or something like that, right? And so that's me. So that's where I went. And I was really good at being like, okay. You're a lot, cause I'm, I'm really good at a lot of things, but I'm not like a master. Right. So like I can do graphic design, I can do video work, but I wouldn't say I'm like a master of any of them, but I can look at people and let's say we had a project. I feel like the perfect role would be like, if I was kind of like pushing everyone in the right direction, go, okay, you're a fantastic video at like, wait, so why don't you do the video editing, you know, like you are obviously you're the best cook, so you're obviously going to cook, you know what I mean? But then making sure all the pieces fall into play and then everyone's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's where the creative director, because the creative director is not the one doing graphic design. They're the one coming up with ideas mm-hmm. then saying, okay, the group just came up with an idea. You're the designer. So go ahead and make it. Mm-hmm. And then when we come back, then we critique and go, okay, well, we like this. We don't like this. We like, you know what I mean? And then editing and moving through that. Mm-hmm. That's like the ideal spot for me is to, and whether that's for an agency doing that for a lot of people or if it's for a company that I really like, mm-hmm. you know, or a product like one of my favorite brands doing that sort of thing. I feel like that would be my ideal, mm-hmm. ideal state.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that you're stealing my job. <laughs> <laughs> what? would you say? You're stealing my job. Yeah, but you both. Wait. Are so, kind <laughs> of years ago,
0: dude, we both moved out here, upstate uh, New York. Wait, what? Oh, oh man, well, that, that, that the move to again. the Midwest. Another Wait, time. what? <laughs> Another time
1: that's
2: seriously
0: unless
1: you want to just unravel it already. wait no. my brother and your cousin <laughs> wait what <laughs> <laughs> okay we're gonna take five minutes <laughs> here's, here's the reality of this we both grew up in upstate new york my cousin went to high school with his brother we're talking about jake here unfortunately wayman and i don't go way back <laughs> we both I don't know moved out to the too. midwest around the same exact time We both moved out to Boise around the same exact time. We both applied for this exact same apartment. I called the woman who owned this apartment. The apartment that we're recording in, right? (laughs) My my current apartment that we are recording in. (laughs) I tried to get this one. Jake beat me to it. I didn't even know Jake, obviously, but he beat me to it. We both come out here. We both drive Kia Souls. (laughs) (laughs) We both have March birthdays that are very similar to each other. Oh man, it just kept going. I can't even. Remember. There were so many different things that we were just like, "He's my doppelganger. I'm gonna have to kill him."
2: <laughs> he literally has almost the same drum kit in a way. Oh yeah. Well, then the music, just yeah. the interest. Yes. <sighs> Seriously, it's disgustingly scary. Spooky. How how too spooky? Literally uh-huh. too hashtag too spooky. <laughs> Anyways, I'm glad we
1: <laughs> can dive into that.
0: <laughs> man. So anyway, okay, so let's, let's circle this up, right? So for accountability measures, mm. everyone's ideal. So, okay, let's do this. Wayman, yes. ideal state. The 2020, by the end of 2020, what role would you, and this could be a hard question. What title, what role, what would you want? Ideal state, nothing else considered.
2: Oh, you know what? When you asked that question, entrepreneur actually popped up in my head.
0: Ooh. Something, I'm assuming food industry, cooking, but entrepreneur, whether it's your own restaurant, whether it's your own cooking venture, whether it's, Mm
2: -hmm. okay, yeah,
1: David. Brad, yeah, let's say create some sort of nonprofit like thing that is just dedicated to creating content, whether it's video, visual, infographic apps, things like that, dedicated to a particular topic, which is fostering flourishing. That's, That's my thing. Okay. How about you, Jake?
0: I want to test my North star this year. Yes. David Hartsaw 2020 <laughs> back to the creative realm when the tech tech world's not for me. Mm. I could stay there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Could. Good. But I want to challenge myself and go back to creative. Done.
1: That's it. Okay. Look at that. 2020. Dude, so- 2020.
0: So now, now we got like an accountability. That's it. Accountability thing for, for everyone. That's maybe true. future podcasts, maybe we can probably spend some podcasts working out details of maybe how we can actually go about that. Yeah. Because the way that I'm starting to view this podcast is if people listen great, if they don't, I do not care. This is more or less just <laughs> recorded therapy sessions that we put right. live. Maybe that should be, maybe that should be, <laughs> maybe that's what we should that's name. it. Dude, let's think of a title for this thing that's along the lines of recorded, recorded therapy. therapy sessions. Yes. Actually, maybe that's it working title recorded therapy sessions our mm-hmm. tagline will be we record this for us not for you <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good 2020 is going to be a great year oh yeah it's a start of
2: something new it's 2020
1: now it's 2020 it's 2020 it's here time to win laughter <laughs>